You're listening to the God Stories Radio Podcast with Fritz Cantina, bringing hope, comfort, and encouragement through the power of the Christian testimony. Listen live on the Mixler app and follow us on your favorite platform, including iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Radio.com. Stay connected with us on Facebook and Twitter at God Stories Radio. You're listening to the God Stories Radio Podcast. Listen to us live on the Mixler app. Also, be sure to follow us on iHeartRadio and you will never miss an episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this edition of God Stories Radio. This is session 311. I'm Fritz. And I'm Tina. What is going on out there tonight? It is Tuesday night. It's Tuesday night. And no place I'd rather be than right here with all of y'all on God Stories Radio. Amen to that. How's your week been, babe? Uh, you know what? Um, <coughs> pretty good. Wonderful. Yeah, not too bad. What made it wonderful? You. Oh, wow. You were so fast on that. Oh. <laughs> wow. Well, thank you. Yeah. Anytime you're home for a couple of days, it it uh, does my heart good. Oh, thank you. Because we have such erratic schedules. We do. We do. And we're going to get into the event season and I'll be coming and going. Yeah. I know. Schedules are tough. They are. We got the Vanderas on tonight. The Kevinator. Hey, Kevinator. And Lori. Good to see you guys. Yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in. Tonight. Yeah. They were our guests last week. If you missed that, please go back and listen to that. That was uh, session 310. Yeah, it was a great episode. Oh, it's fantastic. Please go back and listen to that. And I told Kevin we're going to have to have him in for a part two. There's just no negotiating. Because <laughs> they t they told me the juicy stuff when the tape wasn't rolling, you know? <laughs> so Hear that, so, Kevin? Uh -huh. You're on the hook. You're All on the right. hook. <laughs> part two, the Vanderas, coming soon to a podcast near you. Well, we hope everybody's great out there. We're doing good. Um, I didn't get any prayer requests this week. I was really amazed. Usually they're they're lighting up uh, God Stories Radio at Gmail with the prayer requests and things like that, but that's okay. People are hopefully uh, busy, but good, all in the same. Yeah. How about you, babe? How you doing? I'm doing good. Um, I think... I've definitely had some trying times um, at work and um, just learning how to negotiate that uh, internally, you know, caring for people um, can have an emotional burden as well and can affect you, you know, can affect your heart. Um, so just learning how to deal with that because this is kind of new for me. Um, but I think it's probably a little bit more reassurance or reaffirmation that I'm doing the right thing or I'm going in the right direction. Amen to that. Yeah. Is there anything you'd like to share with people that don't really know what you mean by that? Um, so, uh, you know, I spent many years uh, in corporate America 
um, almost all of my career, my adult life career in corporate America, either working as uh, an executive secretary or executive assistant. Um, and then, you know, I worked for the mouse for 18 years. Um, and I was in a, in an area called business affairs, uh, which dealt more with the legal sides of things. And they were all great careers and they helped me to provide for my family. And I'm grateful I had all the opportunities and, um, you know, I wouldn't trade those experiences, but, um, you know, after we had a series of things happen in our lives, which was, you know, um, we had a lot happen. I mean, <laughs> yeah. You know, where do you start? Where do you start? I mean, I guess I would have to go all the way, rewind it all the way back to when you got, um, you know, you started with your heart issues and then you got COVID and then I had my car accident and then Mike passed. Actually, I think Mike passed before the car accident, um, then the car accident and then um, Aubrey passed. And then you had your stroke and then mom was in the hospital. It was just um, unbearable. It was an unbearable time. And I felt in the midst of all this that perhaps I was getting called to a different profession. And I had asked Fritz to pray about it. And he said he would. And within three weeks, I had lost my job. So never lost a job before in my life. Um, up until that point. So I think that was God saying, yeah, go ahead and go for it. I'm going to go ahead and close this door because I know you won't do it on your own. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and give you some uh, incentive to yeah. move forward with that. He's, he's kind of got a way about that, you know? Yeah. And so, you know, he provided funds for me to be able to go back to school and take the time I needed to get my um, certified nursing assistant license, um, which, you know, I'm so grateful for him doing that for me because it allowed me to just focus on that. And then I re-enrolled in college. Um, so, you know, for those of you who don't know, which most of you probably do by now, I'm working towards um, getting into nursing school. So I'm doing the prerequisites for nursing school, but I'm doing it part-time. So it is taking a while. Um, and I only just started college last fall. So uh, here we are in March of 2023. Uh, I haven't been in school that long. Uh, so I'm still plugging away at the prerequisites. And it's hard. Um, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of dedication. Um, and because I don't have the background in the medical industry or field, I decided I really should go and practice as a certified nursing assistant because that'll give me uh, some insight into the career and help me when I do get into nursing school so that at least I don't start from ground zero, that I, I know something. I have sort of a benchmark, if you will. And so it's been a difficult career for me because... Um, you know, most of the, the people I'm working with um, that are CNAs are half my age or younger. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they are, some of them are younger than my kids. Um, and, you know, it, it's a physically demanding job. 
And uh, I, I do pay a hefty price um, physically doing the work. Um, but I do enjoy it as far as I feel like I'm making a difference in people's lives. I feel like I'm able to encourage them, treat them with kindness and love um, when they're at their lowest and most vulnerable. So, you know, I do feel like um, it's gratifying in that respect. And I do feel like I'm able to kind of like be a good Samaritan in a way um, that I'm able to care for people in a way that maybe others wouldn't care for them. Uh, because, you know, you can do the job a couple of different ways. You can just not have any heart in it and just do the task or not do the task. Or you can have heart in it and compassion in it and try to address those needs for people, you know? Just well, I think it's different too when you look at those patients as as people. Yeah. When you see them as maybe your son or your daughter or a family member. Yeah, and a lot of times I do. I can't help but, you know, I'm in my 50s and I look at these patients and they're either my mother, my husband, my stepdaughter, my my boys, you know. It, it's like I look at them and I, I say, wow, you know, I could easily imagine being in this position or a lot of times I understand about being in that position because I was because I was the wife waiting for you in the hospital trying to sleep on those uncomfortable recliners. Oh my gosh. Um, and so I know what it's like. Yes, you do. You know, and I know what it's like to sit there and not say anything about your own needs because, you know, your your loved one is the one who's sick, you know, and you want the them to have the care and the attention and so forth. But, you know. God bless all the caregivers out there. But, you know, perhaps just offering them a drink of water is just all they need. You know what I'm saying? That's biblical. Yeah. So um, I'm just saying, like, I think caring about people goes a long way. Um, putting that compassion out there goes a long way. You bet. And, you know, I think, it. you know, if I think about the nursing assistant I would have been in my 20s compared to the nursing assistant that I am now, I, it would be miles of difference in my opinion, only because I've experienced life now. You know. Well, it's, it puts you in a unique position because you've got a story to share as well. Yeah, I do. So you, when people uh, can't comprehend your kindness and stuff like that. You've got an opportunity to share. Yeah. Unlike a lot of them. Yeah. You know, haven't experienced life yeah. like that. Anyway. It's true. It's true. Because when you're 18, how much life have you experienced, you know? Yeah. And how much, you know, really how much compassion and how much empathy can you have with yeah. somebody older? Yeah. I mean, unless your circumstances were extraordinary. Well, sure. Um, the, the average 18 year old is, is not going to really, that's not going to be in the, their sphere of knowledge yet. Yeah, correct. You know, and nothing yeah. against them. They just haven't had the opportunity to experience all exactly. that. Yet, exactly. Exactly. 
But I feel like I get an opportunity to also mentor some of the younger ones too with kindness, um, just offering to help them or being pleasant to them or what have you. Because um, sometimes, you know, everybody's just sort of for themselves. And it's nice if we can just kind of pull together and just try to help each other, build camaraderie and stuff. But I will say that I feel like nursing and nursing assistants, that they're a pretty camaraderie group. You know, they really do try to pull together and help each other out. And I really respect that about them. I really admire that about them. Um, and they're a very welcoming bunch, yeah. you know. So I like that about them. But I didn't want to get off on a tangent. But No, but um, I wanted you to share because a lot of people were not familiar with your situation and what you meant by the comments in the beginning that you made. Yeah. And now they can they can put it together. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, it's a privilege to be uh, able to touch people's lives in this way. I just, you know, for those of you who pray out there, I would just ask you to pray for my physical strength as well, physical and emotional strength. Um, it's not easy to see some of the things that we see. So it's kind of funny that you, my uh, Bible study this morning was on Esther. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's where that verse comes for what such a time as this. Mm -hmm. Have you been placed here? Mm -hmm. I actually that's have the that story in my, of Esther. Actually, have that particular phrase in a little on a little wooden sign in my office. So, yeah, yeah, she was molded and handcrafted by God to fulfill a destiny. Yep, and that's what reminded me of the story that you just told was Esther. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. I don't know. Um, you know, it just feels like a monumental task to get to the goal of becoming a nurse. Um, so, you know, I just pray that the Lord makes it easy for me because I got to tell you guys right now, it's a struggle. It's hard. And it's hard to watch you struggle. Yeah. It's but. a struggle. Because I split my time. I work full time over in Orlando and I spend half my week in Orlando and then I come back home to Claremont. Um, and then I'm just slammed with homework nonstop, just working constantly. And the things that I used to have time to do, I just don't anymore. Things that we used to just take for granted, you know, can't do Sure. It. Sure. It's not enough of me. Well, thanks for sharing that, babe. That kind of now people can relate mm -hmm. to what you're you're talking about. Mm -hmm. um, so, speaking of what we were going to talk about, mm -hmm. I'll let you shift gears, yeah, and kind of take us into that. Yeah. So, I was in class uh, today, as a matter of fact, because today is Tuesday, and uh, we were going through. Uh, I was in my human development class, uh, human development psychology class. And we were talking about the word addict and where it comes from. And he mentioned that it comes from the Latin word addictus, which means slave. And that kind of got my wheels turning um, and kind of started me thinking a little bit. Because many of us 
have drawn that comparison. And I think the Bible has even drawn that com- comparison before of how we can be slaves to things. And I thought it was interesting that this word means that in Latin. Um, but, you know, what we don't often talk about, because we talk about being addicted to drugs or alcohol or, you know, negative behaviors, but we don't ever talk about being addicted to like things that might have a more positive spin on them, but they may not necessarily be good for us or in our best interest. Um, For example, um, we could be too passive. We could be too, too kind. We could be too something to the point that it's to our detriment. Um, We could be, I had a specific example in mind and it just popped out of my head, but, um, oh yeah, we can be too, um, apathetic as well. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Um, you know, I know apathy is not usually a positive, you know, considered a a positive type of thing, but, um, you know, just we're in a time in the world right now where things are changing very dramatically and, um, you know, not asking everybody to like pull together and march on something or anything like that. I'm just saying, I'm just pointing out the fact that sometimes we get really apathetic in general um, about things that are important and that we should probably be a little bit more willing to stand up and be more vocal about what is important to us rather than allowing people to just downtrod um, our point of view because we're just so afraid of what other people are going to think. Um, you know, and I can throw myself into that boat too, because there's a lot of times that I just choose to stay silent instead of saying something because, you know, I don't want people to think the wrong thing about me or think ill about me or think this or that about me. But, um, it's hard, you know, it's really hard to find the the right line and the right balance. Um, but I think it's, it's important for us to at least be aware of our behaviors and what we may or may not be addicted to. Um, so, you know, like I said, throwing in there the good behaviors as well of things that we wouldn't normally think, oh, well, we're too much of this or we're too much of that. But maybe we are. You know, because God didn't tell you to say yes to everything in your life. You know, no, that's true. He doesn't say that anywhere. And he made us all different. And some people think that, you know, by not creating any kind of waves that they're actually benefiting, you know, or, or doing the right thing. And I'm not just trying to say, you know, go out there and, and raise chaos. I'm not saying that at all. No, but you say and have, have a backbone, stand for what you believe. Yeah, I think it's important. Like, it's important to not just be a pushover on everything. Well, know? especially in this culture today, because opinions are, are very strong. 
They are. And I think the only way you get an open door to witness to anybody is to be firm, is to be a rock in your faith. I think that we just have to remember why we're here. You know, we are called to be witnesses. Agreed. You know, and peacemakers. Yeah. But you got to find the balance. Yeah, but if you can't be the light, if you can't show people the light, then what kind of lighthouse are you, right? Well, yeah, true. Right? So you have to be able to at least show people the light, whether they agree with it or not. You can say, well, you know, I understand you don't agree with this, but this is my point of view. And this is the reason why I believe what I believe. Not I think it's to, all in the delivery. Yeah, not I trying really to change do. your mind or right. change your opinion, but since you voiced your opinion, this is my opinion. You know, and that's sort of standing for something and saying, well, you know, that's great. You have an opinion. I listen to yours and this is mine, you know. Um, And it can be done respectfully. It can be done with kindness. It doesn't have to be in your face or, you know. I think if it can't be done respectfully, then you need, you don't need to say it. Well, and I think too, you know, the day of the fire and brimstone preachers has gone out the door. Nobody wants to listen to that. No. You know, nobody wants to be told that they're being condemned to hell, et cetera, et cetera. But we do have an obligation to still stand for the truth and say, well, this is what I believe and this is why I believe it. You know, you have a choice as to whether or not you believe, but at least you've you've put it out there. You know what I mean? You've been the light. You've shown them something that maybe that they hadn't thought of before. I think a a key to that, too, in being heard is, is judgment, not to judge. And I've told people before when they've asked me my opinion about certain things, and I said, you know, I'm not the judge. Right. There's only one judge, and it ain't me. Right. But like you said, here's what I believe. Here's what I've been taught Yeah, in my studies. And I share that yeah. with respect. And, and it, a lot of times it's taken very well. Yeah, I think it's hard to find the, the right line, you know, the delicate balance. But I think that we are called to be the salt and the light of the earth. Yes. And if we lose our saltiness or we lose our light, what good are we? You know, we're not even worth being stepped on at that point, right? So, um, you know, like it says in the Bible, what good is salt if it loses its saltiness? Yeah. It also says, blessed are the peacemakers. And so, you know, we have an obligation um, as Christians believers to share that belief. And I think a lot of times we don't, but, you know, there are multiple ways to show it. You know, it doesn't always have to be through words. And we've talked about this before, that it can be through actions. And I think the actions show up even louder than words a lot of times. I would agree. Because people then look at you and be like, you're different. Why are you different? Oh, you're different because of that. I see now. You know? Yep. They put the reasoning together. They put it together. 
and um, you gotta act. You gotta, you know, if you're gonna walk the walk, you better, better, <laughs> or I should say, if you're gonna talk the talk, you better walk the walk. Right. You know what I mean? It's because it's when you think nobody's looking that people are looking. That's the truth. Yeah. It's when you're at and your t- most you tired, the, most fed up. You're the only Jesus <laughs> they'll ever see. Yeah. It's when you're at your most tired, you're most fed up. You know, that's when you really got to show up. <laughs> Kevin says, we are called not to condemn, but to love as Christ loves us. Yes. Amen to that. I would uh, that is true. definitely agree with that. And I don't, you know, I know a lot of amazing people and none of them have a condemning heart. You know, the Christians that I'm exposed to and I know, I don't feel like we have condemnation on our minds. We just have the, the thought and the love that we want to share with the world, you know, that, hey, I found Jesus and you can find him too, you know, and it's really as simple as believing upon him and and obeying his commands. Like it's, <laughs> there's no real secret sauce, you know, it's anybody can have this. You just have to want it you just have and to want accept it. it, Yeah, you know, and move towards it. So behold, you know, I believe. stand at the door and knock. Yep. So, you know, if, if nobody's willing to even talk about him anymore than, you know, or show, you know, what they're all about in this lifestyle, because Christianity is a lifestyle or it should be a lifestyle. It sure should be. Yeah. I mean, everybody has days. We're all human. Yeah. And we're all. We're all human as well. And I don't think we're called to pretend. You know, I don't think we need to be fake, which I think for so many years, like the generation of our parents and maybe even us to a degree, we thought, well, we need to act and behave a certain way in order to be Christian. Well, eh, maybe not so much. Like, yes, there are certain actions, you know, that but those should be natural to us as Christians. Like that should be how we are in general. But as far as like, you know, the attributes, I mean, a Christian can look a lot of different ways, you know? Sure can. Because they reach different people in different ways. Oh yeah, that's true, babe. So like somebody who found Christ in a prison is going to look different than somebody who found Christ when they had a near-death experience drowning or what have you. You know yeah. what I mean? Like oh, it yeah. all looks different. Yeah. None of it looks the same. And it's it's meant to look different because those people will reach a different set of people. Um, so. That was good. That's what I was thinking about when I... Heard that word addict, though. Addictus, meaning slave, Latin for slave. Yeah, and he just brought a very valid point, and it really resonated with me, the fact that you could be addicted to the good things. Well, we don't often think about that, but like I think about myself sometimes, and I think, gosh, you know, sometimes I, I just yield too much, you know, like way too much when I should be standing up for, for more things, or I should be, 
you know, maybe not being quiet in that moment, maybe allowing my voice to be heard. Amen. Um, but, you know, all of that takes courage, too. You know, and I don't know that I have that internal courage all the time. Sometimes I do, and sometimes I don't. So then all I have to do is recognize that part of me and ask for God to grow that part of me. There you go. You know, to strengthen me in that area. So I guess we've we've said all this to say it's time to start recognizing where we're slaves or weak, et cetera, so that we can turn it over to the Lord and ask him for his help um, to become stronger and bolder um, for Christ. That's good, babe. That was really good. I'm going to do uh, be doing some self-reflecting. Yeah, I think I've been thinking about a lot lately because, I don't know, with this whole entire past year, I feel like myself personally, I've changed a lot on the inside. I would agree. And I don't know that I've changed necessarily for the better. I think there's areas I've changed for the worse. Well, and we're learning. We're being taught as we go. Yeah. We've been put through some things that are, you know, really hard to deal with in human strength. Yeah. And if we didn't have the strength of the Lord, I mean, my gosh, there's testimony right there. So I'm sure that he's taking us through the fire. But when we come out the other end, we're going to be molded and shaped and honed. And it's going to be a beautiful thing. Take me to my destiny. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I just keep thinking about Job. How can you not? Yeah. You know, everything that Job went through, he never blamed God. Nope. He listened to all his friends' bad advice. But he never did, never turned his back on God. It's an amazing book. It is. It's an inspiring book, you know. And just to have that strength um, to hang in. I mean, he had every reason to throw in the towel, but yet he didn't. Yeah, and just like Joseph. Yeah. Same way. He had every reason in the world to throw in the towel. You know, when the cupbearer went back, he said, I got you, you know, I'll put in a good word. And he was in there another, what, year? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, it, but, you know, he went to the, from the prison to the palace in less than 24 hours. So God took care of him and he'll do the same for us. I know he will. Yes. Yes. It's, um, I think just losing people in general that's enough to take the wind out of anybody's sails. Yeah, I agree. And it's hard to get back up after that. It is, and it has been. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think if you can get back up after that, that's a testament to God in your life. So, good job. (laughs) Anybody out there 
been through loss or grief or anything like that recently and you've gotten back up and dusted yourself off, well, hats off to you. Absolutely. Amen to you. Absolutely. We, uh, we salute you. We do. Listen, we're looking for guests here at God Stories Radio. So drop us a line, godstoriesradio at gmail.com. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, we'd love to have you in the studio. You can call in. We can do it many ways, but we'd love to hear uh, your story or your testimony and what you're all about, what God's done for you. We'd love to hear it. And uh, also, it's uh, tax time. If you want to drop a little change in the drawer, it's uh, www.godstoriesradio.com, and you can give tax-free right there, and every little bit helps, and we appreciate it. And that's just a button on the yeah, it's webpage. It's PayPal, and it's secure, and, and yeah. it's uh, we're 501c3, so you can use it as deduction, and every little bit helps. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks to all of those uh, who do give or who have given in the past. Um, it really, really is a blessing. Yeah. Thank you so much. There's a, For those of you who've seen the studio before, you know, there is a lot of equipment in here. <laughs> and, you know, there's a lot of things that we have to replace or um, renew, you know, periodically because technology changes and we have to upgrade and we have to keep up with certain things and then we have to pay subscriptions on other things and you know computers and stuff they all cost money and you know we've been able to keep this going for 10 years which is amen god has provided an amazing amazing feat of god because you know it, we're it just, really is you know it's his gig when yeah. uh, you try to quit and you can't <laughs> It's just, uh, it's just really kind of phenomenal to think that this little podcast has gone so far and touched so many different countries around the world. Um, over, a, I think, over 120 countries around the world have yeah, listened oh, to yeah. this podcast. It's insane. Oh, yeah. um, so, you know, just know that when you give, you're a partner with us uh, here at God Stories Radio, uh, that it's not just us. It is also you helping to deliver that message um, because you've helped make make it possible. Amen to that. So we love each you. and every one of you, and don't hesitate to send those prayer requests. Godstoriesradio at gmail dot com. Yeah, um, you know, because we can pray on air for you. I say on air. Uh, we're not on airwaves, but we're on internet waves. <laughs> yeah, we're waving. So um, we'd be happy to to pray for you guys out loud and we will protect your names and so forth. So you don't have to worry about that. Amen to that. We love you guys. And until next week, that about wraps it up for session 311. I'm Fritz. And I'm Tina. God bless. God bless.